0: Hello and welcome to Raising Globally-Minded Children with a Heart for the World. Today I have with me Sarita Holtzman, the President and Founder of Sunlight Curriculum. Sarita has spent many, many years putting together a curriculum that really does have a heart for the world. This curriculum is based on books from children, from people, from missionaries all over the world to help your children really instill empathy and a sense of purpose through reading the pages of this book. Today, we're going to talk in detail why it's important. First, Sarita, why teach a grand worldview?
1: You know, it's a good question because as moms, we are so busy. You know, I'm already teaching math. I'm already teaching spelling. I'm already teaching my children how to read. Why in the world do I need to add this to my life as well? And I put to you that it's a huge opportunity that you have. As moms, we have the privilege, the privilege of of entering into things that they would never have an opportunity to do in a school system. So one of the main reasons is, is because God loves the world. Uh, When we think of that Bible verse, you know, for God so loved the world, it's the world he loves. So we want to have that same heart be raised up in both ourselves and in the lives of our kids. And some of the ways we want to do that is we want to uh, teach our children to pray, to pray effectively. Uh, and you can only pray effectively when you actually understand what's happening in the world, that you can see the things that are going on. The world, the news is big, and we want to have our kids' people to access the news and appropriately deal with the things that come their way. So that when they hear the news, they know how to pray in ways that uh, both take away fear and help them to actually uh, move things well. Uh, we have a chance to impact uh, the cultures of the world through the things that we pray. We know that prayer works, so we have a chance to do that with our children, and we want to do that as we think through uh, the things of this world. Uh, we want to broaden, broaden our focus. So often we think in our very small part of the world. We think our little neighborhood is the key of what's happening in our lives, But if we can help our kids see that the world is broad, the world is big, the peoples of the world are interesting, uh, that we can actually help them mature and grow in these very key arenas. Uh, Sometimes we just study American history again and again and again. But I would propose that it's smarter to study world history and understand kind of that big picture and understand uh, what God is doing around the world. It's a huge privilege that we have, and I hope that you actually do that. Uh, The US, of course, has an important history, but it's short compared to the 6,000 years of recorded history, so we have an opportunity to give kids a broader world focus. I hope, I hope that you do that. I think too, we want our children to understand the news. (laughs) Uh, If you only study American history, you maybe will never understand the conflict that's happening in the Middle East, for example, or uh, the conflict that's happening in Africa. You know, after World War II, if you've not studied, have a big world picture, you don't know why, the peoples in Africa are fighting. And it could be that after World War II when the, uh, they were all colonized and they were then broken up and they sought independence. All of those things that we could help our children understand the news more effectively. And we can see things from God's perspective with his love for all different people. Rather than just emotionless headlines, we can actually enter in and get to know people a little more effectively. And I think uh, to engage in a global society, uh, the world is shrinking. You know, the book used to be called uh, The Flat Earth. Uh, the peoples of the world have come, and they live among us. They're our neighbors. And if we are not afraid of people because we understood that the peoples of the world are interesting, uh, they basically want the same things that every mom in the world. They want their kids to have food. They want their kids to have good education. They want their kids to have a good life. You know, if we can help parents see that the peoples of the world aren't, uh, they aren't frightening, they're just people, they maybe understand things a little differently, they look at the world a little differently, but if we understand that, we have a better opportunity to connect with the peoples that live in our neighborhood. And honestly, our bosses will one day be glad if we can have that good understanding of the world and the peoples and have good empathy for the peoples that we come in contact with.
0: Very good.
1: I think I'm not quite done. Oh, sorry. (laughs) That's all right to get to my notes, sorry. Okay. Foster servanthood. I think it's so easy for our children to think they're, they're entitled, entitled to a great life, and they are. But if we can help our kids see that not every child in the world even has good clean drinking water, maybe it makes them less anxious to have a car just like their 16-year-old friends do, or has a chance to build that sense of empathy in the lives of our kids. So we can build gratitude and all those kinds of good, good skills in the lives of our kids if we can do that. I think, too, to develop stewardship. We want our children to, we want our children to be charitably minded. Uh, children who give are happier, people who give are happier. The studies show that again and again. And if we can help our children say, I know about this particular part of the world and I want to support this part of the world. We're training our children to be purposeful and measured so that they're not just responding to things when they come up, we want them to do that as well, but to say, this is what I want to plan to do and what I want to do for the future. And I think ultimately to instill a sense of purpose in the lives of our kids, we want them to understand that a great worldview allows them to be active in the things that God's doing around the world, not just in our little teeny family, but the world as God has created it and made it to be. So ultimately, we want to have a grand worldview so we can partner with God to give our kids a big picture, to give our kids things that are important and strategic and good to be uh, looking forward to and to be planning for. As parents, we have a great opportunity. And if I can encourage you to do that, may it be so.
0: So how can books help expand a child's horizon and grow a big world? perspective. How did, how does literature do that?
1: (laughs) And that's the how, because when I say to you, Oh, take up another job, do something else in your homeschool. I can tell you too, it's very easy to do. We can do it as we read stories that take place around the world. So uh, as we visit other cultures, we can see how the world lives without having to leave our home. We can travel to different places and experience the world in easier ways. So it's one of those where we can um, travel to Japan and visit uh, somebody with a different lifestyle in a different way where hospitality is so important. Uh, they sell their last precious gifts. So they can buy cakes so that they're... it's just a totally different way of looking at the world. And it's an opportunity that we can do that just through reading different books that we have. We can give our kids a sense of, of, of the way is, the world differs from us in ways that aren't threatening or scary. So just reading great books can totally, totally help with all of
0: that. What's the importance of emphasizing the world history and world cultures in education?
1: I think um, I I actually differ from most of the educational models here in the States where they start with, you know, my community and my home and my school. Um, Those are okay, but they're less compelling, I think, for kids because they already know those things. If we can contrast that to what's happening around the world, where we read, you know, that kids eat, for example, bread with hovel in the Netherlands, or fish for breakfast in Japan, and we read that they live differently, it makes our own lives a little more compelling and a little more interesting as well. So it's one of those where I think it's a great chance to uh, see the world in different ways. Uh, it's Sunlight, we actually study, uh, we study American history a number of times because we think it's important to know our own culture and our own world, but we also spend multiple years looking at other parts of the world because we think it's important as we're part of this global society to understand the world as it is.
0: So what are the benefits of a literature-based education in raising globally-minded children?
1: And books are the easiest way to do that. I've said that before, and we believe that with our whole heart. Because a book, of course, is a compelling story. It's a good way of looking at uh, the world as it's there. And it's a way to um, enter in. A book, of course, gets you into the emotions and the minds of the characters that you come in contact with. And it's a way to learn and new, uh, new different things. Uh, it, conveys, it conveys information in a way that's very easy and approachable and memorable. Uh, How many of us remember stories that we read when we were kids? So it's ways that we can learn in a way that's, we don't have to take a test on it because we already understand it because it's become part of our worth and move. it's part of that. Uh, We just don't remember data facts as easily as we remember the storyline because the flow of a story just pulls us along and keeps us moving through it. So it also encourages parent and children interaction. Uh, There's about a story when you read and you say, Well, that was unusual, I wonder why they did that. And we have a chance as parents to talk that through with our kids. You know, and many of us parents would love to interact with our children even more effectively. And stories allow us to do that in a way that's way easier and way more compelling than anything they could do. And one of the great things is uh, we have those conversations that just are so warm and so great that we can have as we meet with our children. And that's the way we encourage empathy and build all those good kinds of things. books do that in very subtle and easy, easy ways. So book stories are great. So it's one of those where if you're not reading to your children, add it today because it's super important to do. It's easy. It's doable. It's memorable. It teaches vocabulary. There's all kinds of great skills that happen when you do literature-based learning. So just pick it up and do it with your children.
0: And what, you know, as we read these books, we're really learning about the geography of all over the world, and why is the study of geography important?
1: <laughs> well, probably geography out of the whole list of things is less important, but if you're reading about places in the world, it's good to know where they're taking place, right? So. If you are hearing about the troubles that are happening in Sudan or that, that just divided, you might need to know that that's a part of Africa. <laughs> and geography doesn't have to be hard to be taught. Uh, one of the ways we do it at Sunlight is whenever you read a story, you always find, and it mentions a location, we just find it on a map. And uh, we just mark it up, and it's one of those where you can get done with it and say, we have been to all these places over the world. It's a chance to see the world as a big picture. Again, it's a big global way of looking at things. So geography is just one of those great and useful tools that you can do easily teach with your children. And it's a way of allowing your children to both understand the news, to understand what's happening in their world, to understand all the things that happen in, in their, in their teaching, the things they're learning.
0: Any last-minute thoughts on raising globally minded children? <laughs>
1: Again, it's one of those subjects that you won't find in most curriculum. And that's not because it's not important. Because it is important. As parents, we have an incredible opportunity to pray for the people of the world, to understand the people that move into our neighborhoods. It's important to understand the the world that God's put us in because He loves the entire world. It's one of those critical subjects that probably will never ever be talked about, but as parents, we have the unique opportunity to have our kids enter in and learn and grow and mature in these areas that are outside the box, but are important to God. So join in and enter and learn about the world in a way that brings glory and honor to his name. So thanks so much.
0: Thank you, Sarita, for joining me.